This is the Metal Set. Hi, this is Dawn, an ultra cyclist and sports PR specialist. And I'm Afshan, an endurance athlete and journalist. And we're on a quest to bring you stories of tenacity, courage, and metal. From athletes in the Middle East and beyond. Hello, Dawn here. If you know anything about sport in the United Arab Emirates, you know that the country is cycling mad. In my 11 years of living in the UAE, I've seen a dramatic growth in the sport at every level. As someone who took up cycling just four years ago and went right into ultra cycling, and with Afshan only learning how to ride a bike in 2020 and going on to do various races and challenges, I don't know that it would have been possible for us anywhere else in the world. The cycling infrastructure, facilities, support, and community community here is world-class. This did not happen by accident. Today's guest is playing a big role in the development of cycling in the UAE, particularly for women. Melissa Mancata is the head of team at UAE Team ADQ. That's the UAE's Women's World Tour Cycling Team. She's also vice president at Colnago. As you'll hear in this episode, UAE Team ADQ extends beyond a pro team. It's a movement. It features a pro team, a development team, the first of its kind in the Women's World Tour, may we add, as well as a grassroots movement, Women Moving Forward, which provides pathways and opportunities for UAE residents to enjoy cycling. As two cyclists, we loved our chat with Melissa, learning all about the origins and inner workings of a women's pro cycling team. In this episode, you'll learn about its structure, the team behind the team, and how UAE Team ADQ is part of a bigger mission to inspire and enable a new generation of cyclists at every level. Our chat with Melissa took place a few weeks ago, shortly after our chat with UAE Team ADQ cyclist Safia Alsaya, the first Emirati and Arab woman to join a Women's World Tour Pro team. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the link to Safia's episode, as well as resources and information on the team and their Women Moving Forward program. We hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. We're very excited to chat with you. Yeah, no, all thanks to you for the invitation. I mean, for us, it's an honor. I mean, I'm, I am the spoken person of the project. So in behalf of all of them, it's amazing. We're very grateful to be here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. So UAE Team ADQ is quite a new team on the Women's World Tour. Can you tell us a little about the team and the team's history? Yes, so we are very baby because today we are only 16, sm- 16 months since the foundation of the of the team, but it was a big desire since the last five years. So it's the national uh, uh, world tour that is a category of cycling, a women's cycling team. And, and it's such an honor you know, to be representing the country at the highest level of cycling. Uh, we were funded, as I mentioned, in 2000, at the end of 2021. So 22 was our first race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are doing all the calendar. So we have an amazing, an amazing team in the bike and off the bike with us. And we just feel so, such a blessing because we are the only team representing a country, which is something that you cannot take you know, so easily. And, and it's a lot of uh, responsibility. And literally, our team just gives their best, their soul, every day they race. That's amazing. Can you then tell us a little bit about the cyclists on the team and how you scouted for them? Yes. So I can tell a little bit more about the history. So we are from Abu Dhabi and uh, we started to be in cycling, in cycling 
you know, professional categories or world in 2000, back in 2017 when we founded the UAE Team Emirates, that is the male version of our team. And then the decided started to represent women, you know, but for us, it was such a big ambitious to open two projects at the same time, you know, because we don't have the culture of cycling in the country and we really wanted to do it good and really with the highest standard. So we decided to start with the male team and we have a lot of learnings, you know, trials and, and, and errors. And then back in 2020, uh, we achieved the highest recognition of, uh, of a cycling team that is we won Tour de France by two consecutive days, years. And now we are so blessed uh, that we achieve a level of wisdom and, and know-how of how to develop a cycling team. So when we understood that we got all this knowledge, we decided to start with the female version. And it's such a blessing because we are, let's say, we are taking so many spheres with the project. So we are taking, taking not only uh, to represent the country at the highest standard, but at the same time, we are playing a big role in the development of gender equality in the, in, in the sport and in the sports in general and in life in general. So this is something that really cultivate, uh, cultivate me to lead the project. And, and I am sure that... 100% of my team is cultivated by this. It's, it's, it's amazing, you know, because coming from the male industry to the female industry, you can see the passion behind the performance mm -hmm. that is in the female cycling. You know, even not everybody who works in female cycling is female gender, uh, but the male also, they really want to contribute and they really want to see the women shining. Uh, so that is amazing. And, the, and at the same time, what we, we are doing is motivating uh, the female uh, expats or nationals in the UAE and in the region, as we are the only country in the entire region representing female gender, to have a healthier lifestyle, mm -hmm. to lose the fear to being in a bicycle to lose the fear to be running to do yoga to move your body mm -hmm. so it's just really truly a blessing to be in this project yeah i mean we just spoke just before we we started recording i mentioned i had gone to that international women's day race that you held in abu dhabi and absolutely loved it as someone who doesn't typically race in shorter races because i'm quite intimidated <laughs> by them i thought it was a fantastic event there were so many different people, you know, different women of all different levels and experience there. And even, you know, young girls uh, in their category racing. It was fantastic to see. It's really exciting what you're doing. Yeah. And some of the collaborations that you have to open it up to everybody is, is quite heartwarming to see because uh, I know Don and I have seen that you have, you know, you collaborate with my whoosh and, you know, like women can just get onto their bikes and, and participate like anyone else so it is it is really good to see yes we have decided we designed a really cool and friendly approach so when we decided to do the thing we said look we are not we are not gonna first it what is our why no because our why really uh, let's say because i founded the team no so when i founded the idea it was like look our why is not to do a cycling team you know because it, this is a tool you know, this is a tool that will help us, you know, to have national recognition, you know, to get the big players in the business industry in the country to be with us, and, you know, and it will make us scalable and it will make us grow. But what is the why? Why we are doing this? And why I love cycling or what I found in the bicycle 
is that the bicycle, right? Movement is therapy, no? As we know, you yeah. know, my passion is wellness. You know, I love it in all the spheres that contribute to a healthy lifestyle, but I found in bicycle a spiritual tool. So I am deeply connected, you know, I'm not the most athlete, you know, as you are guys, you know, I'm not. But every time, even if it's only 20 or 30 kilometers in the bicycle, it is my me time, you know, when I really mm. recharge myself. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the best psychotherapist on earth. Yeah. And when I moved to the UAE, I saw that it was a lack of community and it was, you know, a lack of structure and so many things, you know, because I was born in a country where cycling... <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. It's like nature. I, I am originally from Colombia, so yeah. it's like a, if you don't go to cycle to bicycle, you're strange. You know, yeah. you're funny, <laughs> you know? It's like you are weird. So of course I understand that I cannot expect the same uh, being in, in Abu Dhabi. But then I say, you know, it's changing so rapidly. You know, and when you met the local community, because in Abu Dhabi, you know, we are surrounded by local, so it's amazing, no? We have all this real community. You really see that they want to, they love to be together. This is something that I saw, you know, they really love to be together. And most of the time that they, you can see them, you know, they are like having tea or having sweets or having something and say, my God, if they love to be together, they will love to have something, you know, that contribute to their health. So then when we say we really need to use this project as a tool for ins to inspire them and to make them move. So we design everything among or, you know, based on how to cultivate the female in the country to do more exercise. So we decided to form the team in two hearts. So we don't have one heart, we split the heart in two, and we founded one in, in Europe and one in Abu Dhabi. And what they have, they have the same size, they, they have the same budget, they have the same priorities, and they, have this, they are equal on everything because they both have an amazing mission. So Europe is focused to develop the best, the number one in all the rankings and in all the fields that you can judge, the best cycling, world tour cycling team in the world. And UAE has the mission to cultivate all the mus of the Muslim, of the Arab community and all the expats that that's much easier for us, you know, because it's just in our, in our culture. So they have these two missions and, you know, we have an interdisciplinary team who is working with different strategies that in so many points blend in one, uh, but they have different KPIs and, you know, they have just different kind of mentality. Uh, so it, it has been amazing how we saw, as you were saying down, that you participate in the International Women's Day, how we saw our 2022 Women's Day, that we, by then we only have like two months of funded the project and everybody was like what you're saying who you are like it was so strange for people and now that we are only one year old we saw like we we, we have I, I believe maybe six times more attendance and we did a race you know because we just impact things got so many lives of the of the women who is racing not racing who is riding with us on a weekly basis and it was the first race no so we just have an amazing community maybe. yeah It really is an amazing community. I, I mean, I particularly love that. And, you know, just speaking about role models, like we had Safia on the podcast, mm. who was such a fantastic, you know, I'm so inspired by her. I'm a lot a older. A lot of powerhouse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But so inspired by her. And she has such a bright future, you know, ahead of her with cycling and whatever she chooses to do. But I guess turning attention, you know, to the, to the Women's World Tour team, there's 30 races this year. I think today at the time of 
recording as the 12th race. What's um, the team focused on this year? You know, what is the strategy for the European team? Because like, it, it really warms my heart. And I'll, I'll say this admittedly, like, you know, I've come quite late to cycling, but just seeing, you know, on social media and the event coverage of the Women's World Tour, it is so powerful and so exciting to watch. And I think people are finally, you know, recognizing that. Yeah. I think thanks in large part, you know, to the work that teams like you are doing and also social media as well. So, yeah, just talk us through a little um, what the teams uh, focused on this year, the world, the world tour team. I have to tell you that this team, this project, I mean, they change my life. I mean, they changed my perception. They changed my way to see challenges because they became my heroines, you know, mm-hmm. they, they are I really don't understand how they can be so passionate <laughs> and go and suffer and give everything. And, you know, they fall, they crash, and then they wake up and they continue. And then, you know, it's, it's amazing, really. What we have is amazing. Today we have, this year we have 17 riders and nine different nationalities. And that's just fantastic. I mean, really, I just get like super excited to talk about about them. But what we are doing, so we have different races. Let's say the year is divided, you know, by different kind of races and they come like blocks. So we have, let's say, the warm up at the year that we are so blessed to start it, the official season 2023 with UAE to Women Tour, you know, yeah. which has, it is just a catalyst point in the history because first I have to say that we were part of the inspiration of UAE deciding to do a female version. So I just feel so proud to give back to the country as they are giving us everything to thrive and to come uh, with this project. Uh, so then we go with a lot of different races, you know, among around Europe, and then we started the first golden area of the of the country that are the classics that are um, only one day races and they are kind of super tough because they are in different terrains you know that are not only a uh, road cycling so they go to gravel they go to pave they go to cobblestones and they're quite long so now we are in this one and and yes we finished last week one race that they is named the north of the health or the health of the north so can you imagine you know? <laughs> Who goes to race in a... In a it's know, crazy. In a that that whole like that. <laughs> cobblestone section is so, so terrifying. Really, it is so terrifying. I I have to tell you, I watched the race of the, the races crazy. of the team and I couldn't watch that race. Yeah. I mean, I, my girl should be listening to this, but I was <laughs> suffering. And then when I saw the pictures, I was like, seriously, yeah. I, I don't get it how they do it. And then you can see how they were drained. No energy after that race, and today in this moment we are we are racing another another classic. So then we go to so what happened to this? We have different different kind of riders, no? So we have who are very good in in classics, who are very strong, you know, the warriors who are there. We have the other kind of riders who are very good in grand tours. So that is the second important phase mm-hmm. of the of the year that is starting in summertime, and you know we go to one week and to one week to one week to to two weeks into these grand tours that are you know the most important. So is the uh, the Vuelta a España and Italia and Tour de France since mm-hmm. last year, which was another amazing uh, historical moment that we've been part of and we witnessed, you know, it was fa- fantastic. And uh, for them, we have another different riders, no, who are really uh, good to sustain 
two week races, you know, not mm-hmm. waiting or pausing in between. Yeah. And, and, and who are very good in climbing. And then mm-hmm. it depends if some of them, you know, if it's sprints and so on. So th- let's say that are our most important objectives. Then what we do or what our amazing performance and direction of the performance and sporty part do, they, they do a strategic plan. So they decide which riders are good for this kind of races, which ones are good for them. And we start a year when the calendar is disclosed with a plan, a plan A, ideal plan. That for sure has to be reviewed every two or three weeks, depends of the development of the sporty condition of the rider, injuries or crashes that uh, we hope would not happen, but you know can also uh, interfere with the planning, COVID illnesses uh so there yeah. will be the plan b and then you know will be some you know uh changes so we go we decided what are the most important races for us to win because we want to be no, number one in this in, in many categories no but uh, let's say one is in, in the ranking of the uci so for that you need to achieve points mm-hmm. so to understand you know which rider has these points which rider does they have which races will give us these points because yeah. also Different races have different points. It's very strategic. Uh, so very strategic. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, all the all the sea level, let's say, of the of the team that they, they don't use those terms, but because I am coming from business and the leader of the team is mm-hmm. coming from business, we use those terms. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we decide the KPIs, what we are doing, what is our objectives. Then we communicate it to all the team, the team in the bike and the team of the bike. And then we just give the best to achieve it. So, I mean, you've spoken about the strategy and of course this starts before the season begins and you've had a really busy start to 2023 Mm -hmm. already. What would you then say, how would you assess the performance of the team since the start of the season and in all the races and what would you then measure as the highlight uh, highlight races so far? yeah, the team is doing fantastic. I mean, we just started an amazing 2023 winning the category of the best team in the UAE Tour. So for us, which was amazing because it was the first race that all the team was racing together. So something mm-hmm. that's very particularly and that happens when you are just forming a team is that everybody's new. So 2022, yeah. we call it our year zero because, you know, we didn't know each other, you know, and they were so many people coming from different teams, you know, and we were also very new. So the introduction of a new name, you know, we have some restriction and then you need some time to, to get to know each other and to understand the philosophy, the DNA. So it was 2022, our year zero. In 2023, we, as, we were assessing 2022 what were our weaknesses and our strengths. And then we did a lot of change, a lot of changes that usually you don't do when you have a strong team that is already at least five or four mm-hmm. years old. And what so, were some of the changes? Some uh, of the changes, we changed, I might say, uh, the majority of our riders mm-hmm. and we changed the majority of our staff mm-hmm. and we implement protocols and different training methods and different management method management methods because we really want to do a smoothly transition we mm-hmm. want to learn how they were doing and then we can contribute with our know-how so we were doing it very transitional so this year it was also like a like a like a year zero again no because we doubled the number of staff 
Mm-hmm. And, and and also the team used to be because when we acquired the license to start racing as a UAT ATQ, uh, we acquired a Italian license. Mm-hmm. So the the change to culture, you know, and to mm-hmm. understand that UAE is the most diverse country in the world, and that should be the reflection of our team. Uh, it takes some time. So mm-hmm. this year that we put or we had so many different nationalities, you know, it was also, it's also, you know, a very interesting experience. So the team is getting to know each other. The performance is fantastic. They are getting along like family. They really bond very fast and not, I mean, I say it very fast because I am here, no, but I know that this is a huge work of the amazing team that I have with me. Mm. All the stuff we have, the performance, the coaches, the nutrition, all of them, the leadership, they they don't stop. You know, they are also athletes. They are corporate athletes, you know. So it has been a journey. They have been very successful. The team has been showing. I believe today, as we are talking, we are in the ranking number three. Uh, overall, I believe we are 17 teams wow. in the, in the, I'm not sure about the number. So that's, that speaks by themselves. Yeah. You know? That's in, a, in such a short period of time. Yeah. But there is a long to learn mm. our, our uh, competitors are in the industry for the last one is like 20 years. The other one is like 15 years, you know, and we are just 16 months, uh, but we are UAE. This is something very important. We do things fast. Uh, our leadership built this country in 50 years. We are able to be number one faster, you know, than the other teams. That's for sure. So we are just keeping pedaling. Yeah, I think, you know, we've had this discussion with other athletes as well about, you know, when you're building something new, you're able to take lessons, you know, from many different places and other teams and see what sometimes doesn't work, right? It might still be implemented in some teams just because it's a legacy issue. So yeah, I I mean, having met members of your your team as well, I can tell that the passion's there and just the conversations with Safia as well is just, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, On the point, I guess, about, you know, developing talent here, what are some of the pathways that you've developed to identify some, you know, more Emirati talent to possibly join the team? I will tell you, Don. I, I I tell to my team and I tell to Safia because, I mean, Safia is the closest one to our heart. I mean, without mm-hmm. Safia, I don't know where our entire mission will be because she's just a warrior and she's opening the path to all the Arab community mm. so she's amazing it has been difficult for her has been very challenging for her she's really a warrior and she's on the way and she will achieve it and i tell to my team for me i mean i feel extremely blessed we are extremely fortunate that we have the golden boy in in our emirates team in our male version that is Tadek Pogacar. Yeah. This is amazing, you know, yeah. we love him and so you know he's the coolest person we met in the world so we are very mm. blessed to have him but my dream is that my Pogacar is Emirati. Mm. And it's going to take us a few years, I understand. But that is our northern star. Mm-hmm. We have to develop. In the meantime, we are praying to have the Pogacar version in new ATMATQ, of course. But <laughs> let's say six years, seven years, whatever that it takes us to develop, that is our standard. Mm. We have to develop them. And we have a downside in the country, unfortunately, that we cannot change today with artificial intelligence. We don't know, you know, but uh, we are lacking altitude. Mm -hmm. This is something that is very important for the riders to develop strength, you know, and to really 
you know, those on the world tour. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So we are, um, we started in our, in our heart in, in, in the UAE. So we have two pillars. So we have developing all the amazing community, you know, who is my style or, you know, my leadership style, who wants to go and do it for mental health, for community. And we have all the amazing Emiratis and, 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 and expats who wants to thrive and become the new Pogacar. Mm -hmm. So with them, we have two different programs. Um, so the first, we founded UATMADQ in 2022. And in 2023, we decided to go one step forward and founded a development team. Mm -hmm. So we are the first development team of a world tour team I mean, uh, in female cycling history, mm -hmm. you know, which is something fantastic. Yeah. And this license uh, is under UAE flag. Our licenses, our other licenses are under Italian flag. This one is under UAE flag. And we became the first license of the UAE. I mean, it is just so fantastic. So, you know, now it's little by little the change of community and people to understand the importance of having this and being representing, you know, in the UCI level and all of this, the country. Uh, with this development team, we are filling a gap. Mm -hmm. Because today we don't have the talent to bring mm -hmm. the ladies and die into the France, you know, I mean, they will die immediately, they are not ready to do it. But if we develop them in the UAE, also, there is the other challenge that most of the ladies are studying. So you, you cannot just go to the parents and say, I want to become, to make yeah. you better at start, I bring her to me, with me to, to Europe for one year, you know, it's not that easy. So what we are doing is we're having a hybrid model. So this is a development team that we are having two nationals. Uh, so this is besides Safija and uh, two nationals in the, the development team and one national in our um, our program for nationals. So mm -hmm. what we are doing, they have access to a coach. So it's the same coach of the World Tour team, mm -hmm. coach, materials, support, leadership, and then we are developing them, you know, when they can go to Hatta, when they can go to the mountains in Fantastic, and otherwise, you know, in the in the facilities that we have between Abu Dhabi and Dubai. And mm -hmm. then when they have summer breaks and when they can gather two or three months, we bring them to Italy mm -hmm. and they stay there training for two or three months. And also we are working together with the with the UE Cycling Federation. So we train them for the different important races that they have in the name of the country. Mm. Last year, we achieved amazing results with, with Huda and with Safija and with all the ladies that we have. They did amazing. Mm. So we are working in collaboration with that. Our ideal is to for them to spend more time in Europe. And like this, we start. So what we did is like the chain works like this. They belong to, they used to belong a club. Mm -hmm a national club doing the national races and having a lot of fun. Great. Then we took them from the club. Mm -hmm. So now the club, they have available spaces to put another two or three ladies and start to, to make them in, uh, you know, uh, strong. So we put them on the development team. Now in the development team, we have to go you know, strong with the ladies, you know, discipline, because they really need to, to have they are amazing, you know, they are disciplined, they, 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 they are very good girls. But to be, you know, UAE, a standard of sacrifice versus 
European mentality of what you need to become an athlete is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so they are all coming into this journey. They are learning that this comes with a lot of, you know, of, of trade-offs. And uh, then we will shape them. And in two or three years, they will be able to jump to the World Tour team. And by that time, the club will have another two or three re- ladies, or maybe four or maybe five, right. and we'll be so happy to have ten. <laughs> and then we will do the same cycle. Mm. So this, that's what we are doing. Right. And also they are joining the training camps. <clears throat> so they join the training camps. With the, with the World Club team, we have three training camps. We have two training camps in flat or in a hill terrain and one in altitude. Uh, so they are coming and joining the team in Europe and they stay with them one week, 10 days, and they can really understand how is the day of an athlete and how is all the schedule that they have to, to accomplish. This episode is supported by Deep Dive Dubai. We know that our listeners love awesome adventures. And take it from us, it doesn't get more awe-inspiring than the world's deepest pool. Measuring a record-breaking 60 meters, Deep Dive Dubai gives both scuba and free divers the ability to discover an underwater world complete with the latest in dive technology and an abandoned sunken city. For those new to diving, like me, it's the ideal place to get started. And for those experienced to expert divers out there, it's the perfect place to hone your skills with exceptional facilities, expert staff, and state-of-the-art technology. Since it opened in 2021, it has mesmerized visitors and continues to deliver extraordinary experiences seven days a week. For more information and to book your experience, visit deepdivedubai.com. I guess one of the ways that you are kind of identifying the talent is through these clubs, because the clubs are now becoming a feeder to your development program. But I think on another level, you are you you are doing your own outreach through community events. I think that that is one very important aspect because kids in school, I mean, you can only join a club if you know that there's cycling out there and you you can, there's potential to be a professional. So is there any other pathway that way for you where you are doing these workshops, uh, going into schools and universities to actually introduce the concept of cycling and the fact that you can actually be a professional and make a career in sport and in cycling? Yes, we have different programs. So yeah. we belong to, a, let's say, a master class group who is leading cycling and is under the umbrella of uh, Abu Dhabi Development and Community. Uh, And then, you know, we have KPIs as well, you know, Mm -hmm. and then ADQ team does this, Abu Dhabi Sports Council does that, uh, Abu Dhabi Cycling Club does that. So we Mm -hmm. divided the KPIs. Mm -hmm. And what we are doing is having different programs in the schools, Mm -hmm. different programs in the universities. We are having different programs with our sponsors that we are so blessed because they are so aligned with us with values and they love cycling and, you know, it has been a journey with them. So through the sponsors and uh, also with the federation and the community. So Mm -hmm. something that we have to do is really, that's why we are so happy to be part of this podcast because people can understand that we are here Mm -hmm. and even if you don't know cycling, we will train you. You know, we have mm-hmm. different riders. Uh, we have different coaches from different levels. You know, if you do 10 kilometers, you, you do 20, you do 5, or you do 50 or 100. We have different coaches. And then in the programs, we understand what is the talent. For example, now we are working with a talent of 10 years old who is coming from mm-hmm. one of the clubs. So she's showing a lot of potential. And, you know, we are with her slowly, slowly, you know, and we invite them to come. That's why it's so important, these events, like the one that we did for the International Women's Day, because all the community comes, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and we invite all the clubs, 
we invite all the, per- the persons, singular persons who wants to join us. And then what we do also is with my whoosh, for example, this is one anecdote, uh, with the male team, with my whoosh, we hire one writer that we met through the platform. So my yes. whoosh is, uh, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. it's fantastic. You know, my whoosh is a virtual cycling pl- training platform and we found him, we called him there and he's racing with us. So this is the, sa- the same, pl- uh, the same uh, plan that we have for the ladies team. So our sponsors are very important for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's different plans, it's different pathways, and also the role of Safija. No, Safija, she just opened the path. So we yeah. receive different uh, messages in our Instagram. You know, and, and the ladies from from uh, from Egypt, ladies from from Syria, telling us, you know. I want to be Safija. I mean, what I have to do? I don't have this in my team. You know, what can I do? So we engage with them, you know, and we do this long relationship with them. They can also participate in my watch and then they visit the country. They can come, but they're still very, very pretty, pretty young. Mm-hmm. So they're all developing. Safia's yeah. passion just shines through, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, she's yeah, just she's the best poster woman for like professional yeah. cycling. But I think also too, like a lot of, as you were saying, like a lot of young girls here and in other parts of the Arab world see can see themselves in Safia, mm-hmm. you know, can see a pathway into this. So I just think it's fantastic. One of the things we chatted about with Safia before, um, I don't think we actually got this in recording, but, you know, visibility is so important. So and, important, yeah. Um, you know, showing people what is possible. And I'm going to change this slightly because I thought it was so beautiful and paying homage to the UAE. Can you talk to us a little bit about the kit? Because that's really inspired yeah. by the UAE, right? Yes. It's there so- was something really beautiful that Safia mentioned about the kit as well. Um, yes. Something that I think people also message me and said that was so amazing to hear so it would be yeah. really nice to hear about this yes it was a it was it was a tricky decision because when we decided to do the team I mean let's say the most logical way is to go as the male team you know mm-hmm. they have such an, a strong brand reputation in place you no know? so you just go as the male team you know and you're safe but we decided we need to create our own path mm-hmm. we need to get a brand that really inspired our community and our community our non-athlete community because the athlete community is already inspired by the male team but the non-athlete no so we say no we need to develop an, an our own identity and we were going, coming and forward with, with all our branding agencies and all the people who were supporting us, our partners. And then we couldn't find something that really clicked on us. And then, you know, the answer is just there. The answer is just there. So there is something that I learned in all this part of cycling uh, that has been wonderful. But something that I learned is really, and, and what it makes me start working with female cycling. I started working with female cycling in 2000, I believe, maybe uh, 18 or 19. Uh, and then I say, it is it is crazy, you know, because when you see the, the guys, you know, they're, they're training, you know, they train and they train and they pedal and they pedal and they suffer like crazy. But, you know, when they are in this position in the bicycle, they, they just up like make up their heads a little bit and they see a future Mm. they see so many agents and they see so many teams and they see so many light that is not easy to arrive but it's there 
if mm. you have the skills. But then it comes the lady and the lady is doing it, you know, and she's pedaling and she's going and she's suffering exactly the same because they train the same, yeah. they, you know, they raise the same. And then when they elevate their head, they don't see that horizon, you know, and it's something that it just mesmerize us and make us to feel in love and we feel UAE, our home, you know, is, is besides of so many things, you know, is how lovely are, are the sunsets. Yeah. The sunsets here are just, I mean, are just like if you are in the middle of a safari. <laughs> I just took a picture of yesterday's sunset. Right? It was like the, the sky yeah. was flaming. Yesterday was, was top. So beautiful. Yesterday was top. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. You know that in my in my job, because I spend a lot of time in the computer, I put 20 minutes break in sunset time. Mm. <laughs> and I said to myself, I am not losing the sunsets. I mean, come on. So the sunsets are, in, they inspired they do. the kids. Yeah. And we just took a picture of the sunset and we sent it to the branding agency and we said, these are the colors, you know? So, <laughs> and it's so really connected with our with our why and what we are doing it and not only for the gender equality or the gender community in the european level or in the international level but also for what we are doing for the community mm. you know they really need to believe that we can do it i mean if the uae is able to thrive in so many things we really we really need to thrive in everything in everything that we wish for we need to thrive so it reminds us every day. And when the riders, I tell the, our superheroines, you are tired, see your, your, see your jersey. See your jersey or look at yeah. the horizon. I mean, yeah. you have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just amazing. That's, that's, yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we are not changing the colors. <laughs> However, there are so many things that get a little bit confused, you know, in the peloton because it's so feminine colors, you know. So, so many things have it. And I'm always telling guys, I, because the UCI, we recommend that you change. I'm telling to the team, like, we can't. <laughs> it's basically the second flag of the country. I yeah. mean, tell me what's the story of the other ones. Maybe they should change, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah another, sticking to our guns. Yeah, they're beautiful kits. I mean, uh, someone kids. who kind of looks at some of the, not, not this year, but maybe the men's side more, I'm like, oh you know quite critical (laughs) I'm quite critical aesthetically of some of their kids but they're absolutely beautiful really really nice yeah 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 Yeah, you spoke to us a little bit about some of the support that the athletes get when they join the team you know with coaching uh, and nutritionists can you tell us a little more about that you know throughout the year what sort of like coaching access do they get facilities nutrition how does that work out for them yes so we started the team with a with a foundation of what we were doing in the male team because it was a show of success then we say you know we, we we can start from zero and we are already the number one in the male industry so let's just do it we meanwhile we understand what to do no you can't i mean female are from another planet than me, you know, it's not working. So we are developing our own recipe. I cannot tell you that today we have the best recipe in the world because the team is so new, mm. you know, the, the, the leaders of the important areas that, that, that incur in this, uh, in this uh, recipe. They just started with us four months ago, you know, so it's not that easy. Today we have everything that we can bring, give and everything that, today exist 
or is being practiced in the industry. However, we have an amazing leader that his name is Alejandro and he's in charge of a, a performance department and he part of his job or 50 or 60 percent of his job is to investigate and to come with different experiments with different methods in other sports and in other type of you know of in of industry it doesn't have to come from sports because there is so much that yeah. you to the riders and then you need you need to implement measure implement measure so it's mm-hmm. a long run uh, Today, the riders, they have, of course, a trainer. <laughs> that is super important. So they have a trainer. Uh, so they have a coach. Each of them has a coach. And each of them has as, um, a, a different sports director. depends on the race, who is always in communication with the coach. They have a physiotherapy. They have uh, a sports massage. They have uh, personalized nutrition. Right. Uh, they have a chef in some races. Uh, they have a mental coach. They have a technical coach. So for different, you know, how to go downhill, how to sprint, how to do that. Um, we have uh, different stre- uh, classes of strength, strength and mobility besides of the, of, of the racing. Uh, and we have different partners that help us to measure the glucose and may help us to measure uh, their, uh, how many steps they do, how they sleep, how they respond to stress, how is their heart rate during all the, all the year. That is also a UAE-based uh, and found company, which we are so blessed really to have them. Uh, so this is what we are doing today. I think it's very... Besides uh, the leadership, because right. everybody in our team is a coach. And is, you know, a second mother and a second yeah. father and a second yeah. sister, you know, so the leadership is so important. And you can really understand. I mean, I can really understand when a good leader, they're all good leaders, but there are some amazing leaders. Mm-hmm. When an amazing leader is with them, you see different a different team when they are not with the amazing leader. Yeah. This is, I mean, leadership, it is so important. So, Mm -hmm. so, so important. And we do some meditation classes with them. We do some, it's amazing because our leader that I think you met her, right, Camila, for sure. She is just, you know, she came from heaven, you know, (laughs) to this team. It's just amazing, you know, amazing, amazing, amazing. She just, and she's not coming from cycling, you know, she just met her passion, I think. I mean, her second passion. And she's amazing because she's very trained. Uh, in human uh, development, in, in, in personal development. So she does a lot of, you know, spiritual rituals, energy rituals, and, you know, positive positive rituals, words, and, yeah. It's really the theme of the bike is a huge part of the success. Yeah, and, and the fact that you actually have mental health coaches, because when we were chatting with Safia, she said that she did hit, a roadblock, which she overcame and went on to win uh, in the Asians. Uh, so that aspect, I think, is so important because racing is so intense. So to have that element for the team uh, becomes so essential. I, I have to tell you, look, I, unfortunately, I don't spend a lot of time with my team because I am based in the UAE and I travel not that much as I wish. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they come and when they have the opportunity to be with them, or I also have an amazing initiative developed by Camila that is a, a chat with the head of the team and I get to know them better and so on. When I have the opportunity to be with the ladies in races, you don't really know how to behave because they are so focused yeah. and you can see how 
you know, they're only thinking about the race and everything is like Formula One is so millimetrically, mm. you know, so you can, you understand living with the team, how important is the mental health? Mm. Because the depression they have is, is just gigantic, you know, it's, it's, it's really high. So yeah, mental health is very important and, and finding mental coach are not so easy. Mm. Uh, so we have one that is amazing and we are trying with another one. Of course, it comes first with a rigorous assessment from, from the leadership team before it comes with the riders, but also that the rider bond yeah. and really open themselves to speak with a mental coach. So everything is with time. I really hope that our riders develop amazing and our staff develop amazing so we can keep. Because when you change... You start from zero, you know, mm. and that is not what we want. We love long-term relationships, you know. Mm. We really want that they feel they are UAE, you know, and so this is our main goal, you know. They really need to understand in the good, in the bad, we are UAE, you know, and how to assess this. So we are very open and we really hope that they open because, for example, when some of them is having doped, doped is something that really, you know, fights against them. Usually they they don't go and open they, they you know they really because it's a weakness point and so on mm -hmm. so yes it's with time it's with time that we can really get close enough to the deep of their heart yeah it's so fascinating all of the elements that go into you know a professional team I think you know us kind of sitting at home just see the races and the results and stuff but all these different pieces coming together you know to create this team it's really fascinating and the army behind it all yeah yeah, yeah the team kind of you know and that aren't out racing but are competing as well it's yeah. fascinating yeah. um one important aspect i think you know for women's sports in general and i know, I know there's been women's tour races that have been canceled this year because of lack of support you know yeah. is sponsorship and having really good sponsors talk us through some of the the team sponsors and how they're really supporting the vision yes it has been amazing Amazing. We are with the, when we started 16 months ago, no, but with the sponsors that we started, we continue with them. And it's just so amazing because we bonded when we went to them. So most of, all of them were already supporting the male team. And, but the relationship is so different because when we arrived to them, we told them, guys, we don't want to have a check in exchange of a space in the mm. jersey. This is not something that we really want to do. We want to have sponsors who wants to develop cycling community in your company. So we are do we are not working only with marketing team. That is usually how you know the other teams works, only with marketing. And I believe that's why they also suffer when they lost they lose races and they don't mm. achieve the, the ranking in the UCI because it's so weak. To be connected by a result. I mean, not everybody can win, you know, so that is not the best strategy. We wanted to develop a stronger connection that is connected to the why. Mm -hmm. The why, and now we are working with them with the sustainability department. So we are developing in each of our sponsors a female cycling team. So they have the cycling team where all the female employees mm -hmm. can come and we train them, of course, for free. And it's not only coming for a weekly ride that we have like, I believe, four or five weekly rides. It's not only the ride, it's also the educational behind. So we establish different levels 
and they go and they, the team goes and do a nutrition workshop, mechanical workshop, introduction to cycling workshop, and they mark assistance. Can you imagine? So <laughs> either you are good and committed or you have to repeat the level. You know? <laughs> it is really, I don't know how they, I will fail, to be honest. <laughs> I think I'd fail and, mechanics for sure. No, really, <laughs> it is amazing, you know, and, and they are so committed. They go 6 a.m. in the morning, 6 p.m before and after work mm. and they don't miss and it's it's really amazing because when we close our main sponsor this that is adq we did the the ceremonial you know the graduation of the level one what the leadership of the company that is i mean one of the most important companies in the country they were saying they really saw the change in the ladies mm. they are happier for sure i mean they bonded mm. among areas so marketing with human resources with technology and so on, with it so they are all bonded they have breaks when they enjoy coffee together they love they meet after work and they also increase the inter-teams collaboration and the and, and of course the, the the outcome is amazing so they were so 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 happy to have this they, they ask us to expand it to all the subsidiaries of wow. ADQ that you know that etihad you know and so many companies under the umbrella there are 26, I believe, different subsidiaries. And they are begging us to start with male gender that we will be very happy to do it. And maybe we will end up doing it. But, you know, it's so much work behind. So we really want to balance and give fair the opportunity to women because there are so many women, you know, and you cannot do thousand women and a thousand men you know it's so it's, it's just so much but uh, they're they're asking it so i believe hey, camila will go into that mission you know but yes it's amazing so with all the sponsors we have this program we work with the sustainability department and they are very happy because they are also achieving in the company you know to have a better score in the esg report so they have uh, gender equality for sure. That is, yeah. they have mental health, you know, an environment for the for the for the for the workplace. So it's just fantastic. It is amazing. Yeah. What comes to mind when um, when you mention that is the hashtag that the team uses, "United to be yes, stronger. stronger." And I think you know, cycling really does unite people yes. and makes them stronger. So I love that. I, I think it's, it's fantastic. Everything about it's everything about community. Mm. everything is about community because I'm also like you you know I go with my bicycle by myself because for me it's like just a pure meditation you yeah. know I really need to wash my brain no but you also belong to the community because mm. then we have an amazing space in Abu Dhabi that is called Nago Cafe you know and it's just fantastic because either you ride or you don't ride you go there you exchange tips you eat healthy food you watch races together you know you become to this part you know of I don't know mentality and then you change your food you know you change your yeah. sleep habits you know it's just it's just fantastic yeah yeah you've uh, become a massive driving force in the cycling scene uh, especially the women's cycling scene I, I guess even the men's because you know we have a lot to teach the men as well uh, especially as far as community is concerned I agree, I agree. <laughs> how do you see the scene develop from your point of view in the next few years I hope fantastic I hope fantastic. I'm, I am very ambitious. And sometimes, you know, my team says, you know, Melissa, yeah, we understand, but you don't know how much we need to do to achieve, to arrive to that point. I say, but we will arrive, you know, like that is the point. Just focus and go straight. We need to make 
cycling accessible for everybody. And it's, this is not something that is in our hands, but we are so blessed that the leadership of the country loves cycling. So now we see that they are developing these 2,000 kilometers of cycling lane among the three most important cities in the country, that is Alain, Abu Dhabi and Dubai. And having the velodrome in Abu Dhabi is yes. going to be something that will just change the scene and having the entire island in Abu Dhabi dedicated to sports and mainly to cycling because cycling is the, the main sport. And now, you know, the government is doing more uh, campaigns, you know, of, of the security that we need to take, the precautions and so on. So it's gradual, yes. We are not going slowly because we have our community. We are more than 200 uh, active members in the in the Women Moving Forward, that is the national program, uh, but it's still a lot. Yes, I really want that everybody lose the fear because it's still a lot of fear, you know, to go in bicycle. And, and it's obvious, no, it's, it, you have the cars, you know, and then you, how you do That's it and true. what is the equilibrium, you know, yeah. and then how I go fast, you know, so little by little uh, being developing and that's why we really want to engage with our community not only with cycling we do parallel exercises so we do yoga and we do stretching and we do pilates and we do singing and we do entertainment and we bring food because we really want to have this soft approach to everybody and if you come only and you do two kilometers by walk and this is your starting point for us amazing and we will be with you how I envision it is to have a massive, massive, massive event because our Women's Day is our measuring uh, tool, let's say, mm. no? So having an amazing women, international women's event that we can do it in Abu Dhabi, Alain, and Dubai on the same day and even on other Emirates, no? And we can all celebrate movement you know, and, and women gender, that would be fantastic. Then, of course, having more female clubs, uh, in the country, you know, among the Emirates. We want to open the program in Shanghai. We want to open the program in Alain. You know, we really want to become that national brand mm. that can inspire. So there is, uh, we really, I mean, we are a small team. I wish that we are, I don't know, 200 members, you know, in the staff so we can really cover all by once. But little by little, and having more sponsors, that this is something very important, you know, we can expand. And we are looking for sponsors not only at the international level, also as a national level, because not everybody can afford, you know, to be as an international level. But if you're a company that you want your people in the bicycle, you know, we can also do it for you. And looking at those key partners to open up in all, in all, the, in all, in all the Emirates, that will be fantastic. I mean, that will be just a dream. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we're super excited to see, you know, how it on un- how it all unfolds as cyclists as well and participate in more of the events that, um, you know, you guys are planning for women moving forward. I'm super excited about the next one, whenever that might be. Um, and we're going to be following the team in Europe. Close. Yeah, please. <laughs> we are following the team anyways. Yes, yeah. yes. It's amazing. You know, something that we also did that it was, it's very, you know, like small, small bricks are very important. For example, mm-hmm. when I moved here, being so passionate about cycling, I was like, I can't, I can't believe that in the entire Emirate, there is no one place to watch a race. That it yeah. doesn't exist, you know, when Europe, this is something like, because I was raised in Europe, I, I, in Colombia more, you know, can, can you imagine, like, cycling is everything, but <laughs> you, you don't have, so how you start the community, so there is, I don't know, maybe a hundred spheres that impact the same mission, mm-hmm. not the same plan, mm-hmm. so when we opened Colnago, it was something like, 
Conlego Cafe can have everything, but the most important is the huge screen. Yeah. yeah. We need to gather people to watch, to watch the, the game. Because yeah. then when you watch, you understand. And, and not, you cannot perceive when you watch, but at least you start understanding. Mm-hmm. Then you can be next to a race and you understand the level of speed, you know, yes. of professionalism that the, the ladies do. I mean, you just fall in love. It's crazy, you know. It's really Formula One. It's amazing. Yeah, I think more and impor- more people are, yeah, recognizing that finally. And it's just because they haven't seen it, like they exactly. haven't been exposed yeah. to it. You know, yes. that's purely it. So, yeah, I mean, we're super thrilled to have spoken to you today, yeah. and thank you so much. It's really fascinating to learn more about the team. Um, is there any last thoughts, last words you'd like to share with our listeners about uh, UAE Team ADQ or cycling? For sure. Come to cycle with us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, moving women forward in Instagram. You know, we really we are today only in Abu Dhabi, but hopefully we're gonna open in Dubai any soon. So just or write by yourself, you know, and, and, and try to get, because this is something, you know, that when I started to cycle in, in Barcelona, uh, that I used to live there, I, I was like, come on. I mean, I understand. I want to be in a bicycle, but where, where I go, you know, and then you just find a lot of amazing teams, but they are all male based with one woman. And you're like, no way. I'm not going there. Yeah. You know? like, come on. They will kill me in one second. <laughs> So I never found any female uh, type of club in, in Barcelona. And now we have it here in, the, in, in Abu Dhabi. And it's really all deliveries. I mean, we have so much fun. So just if you want to do cycling, you know, we have rental bicycles. You don't even have to own one. Uh, although I, adpa- I tell you in advance that when you start cycling, you want to buy it. You know, that's one of the dangerous <laughs> songs that you want to buy it. But uh, you can rent it, you know, and it's just fantastic. And also, I don't know if in Dubai, maybe it's the same because I'm not very familiar with Dubai. But in Abu Dhabi, we have different days and we have two days uh, a week that the bicycle is for free and it's closed for women. Can oh, you wow. Yeah, this is fantastic. You just go and you race in the circuit where the Formula One they race. And it's oh, just okay. yeah, yeah. It's been fantastic. You just feel yeah. like my God, I am I don't know, this guy Lance yeah. that wins everything, you know. You just feel fantastic. And you, know, you go so slow, but uh, it's amazing, you know. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh well thank you so much for thank joining you. us. No. Yeah, it was an absolute thank pleasure. You. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we ask that you please share it with family, teammates, friends, and even frenemies, or share via social media. Please also leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Five stars only. And visit us on themetalset.com for more stories and resources. Thanks again for listening. Your support means the world to us. This is The Metal Set.